the beginning, there was the Pacific Ocean. Several canoes broke the horizon, carrying families. A great fog engulfed them and blocked the stars, preventing their navigators from plotting their course. The people turned to their wisest person skilled in the mystic ways. He chanted. Water lapped against the hull. A great shark surfaced. They bowed to the creature and it guided them to an island chain they named Hawaii. The shark was the Hawaiian shark god Kamoho Ali'i. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 101, the Hawaiian shark god, Kamoho Ali'i. I am Kamuala Kanashiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I have encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show. And a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members, whose support keeps our show going. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you, Kamoho Ali'i. This episode refers to our previous episodes about Pele, Haumea, and the Mo'o. Please consider listening to these episodes if you haven't already, so you may have a deeper appreciation of this episode. Okay. Sharks have a strong connection with Hawaii. They are one of the spiritual Aumakua, which is an ancestor who became a spirit animal. This occurred in the Disney film Moana. Moana's grandmother said she had a connection with the stingarays, then became one when she passed. Normally, a family has an Aumakua, and an individual can have a different one. My Aumakua, the Pueo or Owl, is different from my family Aumakua. That being said, I was taught an Aumakua could also be a guardian for a place, which may attack trespassers. Aside from shark Aumakua, there are the shark gods, and there's a lot of them. The strong ones become shark gods of an island, but the most powerful shark god who rules them all is the shark god Kamoho Ali'i. Kamoho Ali'i was born from Haumea, specifically the top of her head which means Kamoho Ali'i is brother to the fire goddess Pele and the ocean goddess Namaka. More on this later. Kamoho Ali'i can change into a man, commonly married human women, and had children. However, he'd always warn his wives to never feed their children animal meat or flesh. They agreed, but didn't know that if they did, it'd trigger their child's man-eating tendencies. Kamoho Ali'i helped Pele several times, one such time was when she fled from the ocean goddess Namaka. Pele appreciated Kamoho Ali'i's help and made a sacred area for him near the northwestern cliffs of her Kilauea domain, which she prevents steam or smoke from touching. The area called Kapali Kapu'o Kamoho Ali'i, or the sacred cliffs of Kamoho Ali'i, is said to have a cave where the shark god lives. 
While Kamoho Ali'i lives on the Big Island, he frequents the channel between Maui and the uninhibited Koho'olawe. Kamoho Ali'i protects fishers. He guides lost canoes home, and as our opening story illustrated, is one story of how Hawaiians found Hawaii. But as stated earlier, there are many Hawaiian shark gods. In ancient Hawaii, the island of Moloka'i was known for producing the most powerful kahuna, a person skilled in Hawaii's mystic arts. One such kahuna had two sons. The kahuna loved his boys. Their large heiau, or place of worship, had a house where they lived, and a house for the ali'i to stay while attending to his sacred rites. The ali'i was respectful and captivated people when he drummed on his two drums he kept in his house. The kahuna was needed in another village and told his sons to behave. While the ali'i fished, the boys snuck into the ali'i's hale and played his drums. The ali'i returned. His court told him of the children, and the kahuna father returned to the ali'i's fury. The ali'i sentenced the sons to death. The kahuna begged, stating the sentence was too harsh for young kahuna, but the sons were killed. The kahuna left, wandering Moloka'i asking his peers for help avenging his children. While the kahuna was respected for his power, none dared cross the ali'i, so each recommended him to a village for stronger kahuna. Beside the cliffs, an old man giggled. I've been expecting you. The kahuna bowed. The old man nodded. Sleep beckons your eyes, but anger moves your feet. You are powerful. The kahuna faced a few rocks along the cliff. Your he'eau is truly awe-inspiring. The old man laughed. Mahalo, but this is not my he'eau. I was told to be here because this is where I'd meet you. The kahuna stood. Who sent you? The old man leaned in. Your ali'i's punishment may have been severe, but it wouldn't have happened if your sons were respectful. Only the gods are stronger than your ali'i, and they are not interested in such pettiness. The kahuna gritted his teeth. The old man smiled. You are wise to contain your ferocity. Perhaps a shark god may help. The kahuna's eyes glinted. Kamoho ali'i? No, I told you he's not interested in your pettiness but a lesser shark god, like Moloka'i's shark god, Kauhuhu. Kauhuhu? Mind yourself, boy. Any lesser shark god is still very powerful, and like visiting anyone's domain, you need to take something. The old man pointed to the trees. A massive black boar roams there. It'd make a fine offering. Let's see how skilled you are. The kahuna entered the woods, tracked the boar, and captured it. The old man cheered. Very good. That was quicker than I thought. Not killing it increased your difficulty and gives Kauhuhu the fate of the animal. The man's leathered hand pointed to the cliff. Kauhuhu's lair is there. I heard your quest's righteousness in the breeze. Perhaps it will sway Kauhuhu. The kahuna carried the stunned boar down the cliff and entered the cave. Two mo'o dragon warriors hissed. Look at the foolish trespasser, one growled. It doesn't matter, brother. We'll kill him before Kauhuhu returns. 
Kill me if you wish, the kahuna snarled. I'll do anything to avenge my sons. The looming mo'o's breath warmed his shoulders. He's not scared of us, brother, the other nodded. He is righteous. The kahuna told the dragons about his sons. The mo'o said Kauhuhu would return soon, and told the kahuna to hide among the trash or taro leaves, but only come out when they said. The kahuna agreed and hid with his black boar. Waves crashed against the cliff. A surge slammed against the cave, and something entered. Master, the mo'os hissed. Footfalls neared. Sniffing echoed. Master, I smell a human. The kahuna slowed his breathing. Nonsense, master. Pathetic mo'o. You dare question a shark god? The boar twitched beside the kahuna. The boar's eye opened and reflected the kahuna. The boar screeched. The kahuna went to grab it, but something snatched the mortal's leg, and he was looking into a mouth with rows of shark teeth. Great Kauhuhu, please hear my story. The mouth stopped closing. The kahuna was lifted and looked into the dead eyes of the shark god Kauhuhu. No one's responded before I eat them. Righteousness rings in your words. Speak. The kahuna quickly recalled his story. The shark god faced the mo'o restraining the boar. And you brought this boar for me? The kahuna nodded. Hmm. The shark god lifted the kahuna's wrists and placed him on his feet. I accept your offering and see your hidden request. The kahuna's jaw dropped. Great shark god, I have no... You wish your children resurrected. Wind keened through the cave. The most powerful of spells are meaningless without respect. I won't bring them back, but will avenge them for an impossible feat. Do you accept? A tear rolled from the kahuna's eyes. Yes, the shark god's eyes glowed. Go back to the old kahuna on the cliff. Carry him back to his heiau. Live with him while building a fence around the property. Post kapu staffs and white kapa cloth. Collect 400 black pigs, 400 red fish, and 400 white chickens. Then look to the island of Ni'ihau until a small cloud forms. The shark's eyes dimmed. Now go in peace, for you are the only mortal to have stood in my presence and lived. Ahui ho, kahuna. The kahuna thanked the shark god and mo'os. He carried the old man back to his heiau, completed the impossible tasks, went to the cliff, and stared at Lanai. The day was clear, as well as the night and the following days, but the kahuna continued his vigil. A white cloud unlike others formed. It bellowed and stretched to Moloka'i. A rainbow stretched across the valley as the cloud reached the mountains and blocked the sun. Winds whipped, the clouds blackened, plunging the lands into darkness. Lightning illuminated the heavens, thunder shook the island, and torrential rain fell. Rushing waters swept the Ali'i to the ocean, where he was devoured by sharks. The Kahuna's livestock were accepted by Kauhuhu, and this is why Hawaiians on Moloka'i say when great clouds gather on the mountains and a rainbow spans the valley, look for fierce storms.
How is that, huh? A shark god had mo'os as guards. That's one powerful god. So, while each island is said to have its own shark god, Oahu has a shark god and goddess. Their story was shared months ago as a Patreon-exclusive episode. Today, many believe Aumakua continue protecting people and places. As you may recall, I shared that Oahu's three sets of reefs usually keep sharks out, except in the winter when the tides rise and the sharks swim over them. This was known as the time when gods enjoyed the water and surf, so the Hawaiians avoided the ocean. Anywho, years ago a tourist went snorkeling beyond Oahu's third reef. He said he was enjoying all the sea life when everything vanished. Something bumped and tugged him. A shark bit him. He was released and survived. Now, a lot of us locals were like, what is he doing that far out at sea to begin with? I'm a certified rescue diver and I would never go that far out without gear or a boat. As a side note, sharks hate noise, such as boat engines and bubbles from scuba gear, so they'll usually swim away. Usually. When the tourist was bitten, no shark hunters were dispatched, which I feel was a good thing. And the tourist acknowledged it was his fault since it was the shark's domain. While this was going on, my mom said, there's an Almakua out there. I asked her, really? She said, yeah. That thing was big when she was a kid. It must be huge now. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Koa Lee by Kelly Reichel courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kanashiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is mano. Mano means shark. An example of mano is Jaws was a really big mano. Once again, mano is Hawaiian for shark. You're gonna need a bigger boat, especially if it's shark week. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho!